What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where every week we are on a quest to find out what is the greatest movie of all time. Today, uh, every week we're going to be doing one review with my brother, Josh Primo. He is with me via Zoom. What's up, sir? What happening? Last week we reviewed the, the newly released movie, Nobody. I think we both agreed that we didn't really care for it too much. It was kind of a letdown. Uh, this week we are reviewing. Yeah, to say the least. Uh, this week we are reviewing Tom Clancy's Without Remorse, just released on Amazon Prime this past week. So, uh, yeah, I think we both got some thoughts on it. He's probably a little bit higher on this movie than I am, just from our little mini discussion on the phone. Uh, but we'll jump that into just a second. Uh, if you're new to our channel, uh, every week we review a couple of movies. Uh, we, we we do genre series. We do franchises such as like Batman, Predator, Die Hard. Uh, we also do one-off new releases. We've done Wonder Woman 84 when it came out. We reviewed Mortal Kombat, Godzilla vs. Kong. Uh, just like this week, we are reviewing the newly released Without Remorse. Uh, if you like what we're doing here, you can go to patreon.com slash two game. That is the number two. Uh, we have a $5.00. $10 and a $20 tier shout out to our $20 tier supporters Carmen Edmonds Eric Hernandez and Sharon Petrie we appreciate y'all supporting us each month uh without y'all we would not be able to do this so thank you so much uh before we jump into this review I gotta say uh we're not off to a great start on picking movies <laughs> <laughs> no we're struggling uh, I think we're over two so far on movies that I would rewatch, and next week we're Josh wants to watch to review the movie uh, Wander, that's also on Amazon Prime if I'm not mistaken. So if y'all want to catch up on that movie before we actually review it, uh, that's where you can watch it is Amazon Prime. It's the one with Tommy Lee Jones and Aaron Eckhart. Uh, the reviews for that are below three stars on the Letterboxd app. So hopefully, hopefully we're higher on it than they are. Uh, well, you know, Tommy Lee is going to be either good or not. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. You're either going to get a uh, a Batman and Robin performance or you're going to get a uh, No Country for Old Men performance. One of the two. Very true, sir. Very true. So let's jump into this review. Let's jump into it. That's what everybody's here for is the review. Let's get to it. Now, I'm going to run through this plot real quick. Now, I get a lot of my shit from IMDb. Listen to this first uh, first synopsis of what this movie's about. And you tell me if that's not what this movie's about. I might <laughs> <laughs> have to look up a synopsis while you do that. <laughs> uh, hold on. Let me get my, my thesaurus out. This guy throwing down $3 words. So without remorse... This is the IMDb uh, summary, synopsis, as they say. A former Navy SEAL turned CIA operative seeks revenge after his girlfriend is killed by a Baltimore drug lord. Does that sound like the movie we just watched? <laughs> Man, I must have watched a totally wrong movie. I was like, I read that, I, I, I read that, and I was like, wait, girlfriend, uh, that would be his wife, 
but okay. And then it said Baltimore drug lord. I'm like, when the hell did a drug lord come into this movie? <laughs> yeah, they totally missed that one, man. <laughs> I'm gonna get me a job writing this stuff because apparently you don't have to have too much sense. Apparently, I'm like, uh, y'all need to like check these and make sure you're actually doing them for the right movie because that's not what this movie is. You got like the first part right, but like the second portion, that is not what this movie is about. Uh, yeah. So here is the synopsis, as they say, of Without Remorse on the Letterboxd app. An elite Navy SEAL uncovers an international conspiracy while seeking justice for the murder of his pregnant wife. Now that sounds more on board of what this movie's about. Yeah, that, that guy actually watched the movie. I will say that sounds a lot cooler than what the movie's about. <laughs> Uh, yeah yeah that's so much international <laughs> international conspiracy i'm thinking like i'm gonna be on the edge of my seat the entire time and and i'm gonna be getting sweaty palms that's no, not really the case no not at all so this movie was directed by stefano Salam- salima i'm probably not pronouncing it right go fight yourselves yeah, this guy wanted to say salami. <laughs> <laughs> salami is always on my mind. <laughs> That's why you have sweaty palms, sir. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good moisturizer. <laughs> uh, he also directed Sicario 2, Day of the Soldado. Uh, I've seen the first one. It's good. I've never seen the second one that this guy directed, so I don't know anything about that. This movie stars Michael B. Jordan, Jody Turner-Smith, Jamie Bell, and Guy Pearce. It was released on April 30th, 2021. It has a runtime of one hour and 49 minutes. Uh, A couple fun facts. Tom Clancy sold the rights to his novel Without Remorse to Savoy Pictures in 1993 for $2.5 million soon after the novel was published. Jody Turner-Smith, who is who plays Karen Greer in the movie, was pregnant and in her second trimester during filming. You know, maybe they should have got her to play the pregnant wife. Yeah, no doubt, huh? Jeez. Since she was actually oddly, pregnant. <laughs> yeah, and oddly enough, you could not tell. Huh. <laughs> right hmm. alright so I'm those, those are daddy. the two <laughs> yeah I'm going to have no child support <laughs> so let's jump into our general impressions I, I'll let you go first sir did, did you like it or, or not uh, if I could uh, interject sir I got a fun fact for you there oh oh yeah, this is for... a first this is a first on surfing the stream where the guest has given me dropping some uh, bombs on us. I did my homework, sir. Apparently, yes, yes. Uh, Tom Clancy has had twelve books made into movies. Those movies would be Patriot Games, Some of All Fears, Hunt for Red October, Clear and Present Danger are the uh, notable ones I've seen on that list. I was quite surprised. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. Uh, I'm trying to think if I've seen all of those that you just mentioned. Uh, 
I I've seen some of all fears, like like bits and pieces of that. Clear and present danger. I actually I don't think I've ever seen that one. Yeah, Not during October, I've seen bits and pieces of that too. Yeah, that's the way I was. Uh, bits and pieces of everything. But I also got a uh, a dumbass fact for you too. Ooh. Okay. Yes. Don't go. Don't go in the movie thinking Michael B. Jordan, the actor, is related to the basketball guy because they are not. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I had no idea he had a son that acted, but he does not. <laughs> <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably why he puts a B in front of his name or uh, in front of his last name. Could be. <laughs> <laughs> if I had to guess. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if people are familiar with Michael B. Jordan. He's actually in quite a few movies that are actually pretty good. He's actually a really good actor. Uh, and he doesn't get much to work with in this movie. So it's kind of it. So he's not fantastic in this movie for that reason. But he's in, um, I don't know if you've ever seen any of these. Uh, you've never seen Black Panther. Uh, he's the villain in that one. Uh, Friday Night Lights. He's in like the very last season of that. Uh, he's in Fruitvale Station, which was pretty good. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else he's in. He's in a uh, shit. I'm gonna miss like the biggest movie that he's in. I can't think of it. It was anyway, a long list he's when, a, I, uh, when I looked that up. Yeah, I mean, he's a he's a really good actor. It's just he's not given much to work with in, in this movie. No, he's good. He's good. Uh, oh, uh, he's in Creed, the uh, the spinoff of Rocky. Ah, uh, no, yeah, that's a, that's actually, yeah, that's actually a really good movie. He's he's part of the Creed series now, where there was like twenty Rockies. Now there's gonna be like twenty Creeds. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. So, what'd you think of this movie, sir? I thought it was all right. Uh. It kept me entertained. Uh, it had great action, I thought. Uh, but some of it was pretty far-fetched. I mean, I know it's a movie and all, but some of the stuff was just outlandish. Like, are we watching a Marvel superhero movie, or are we watching a grounded uh, espionage film? Because I went into it thinking I'm getting an espionage film, but these guys fell out of the sky in a damn airplane and uh, survived. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. That, and that brings me to the point, that speedboat, man, how the hell is that packed up in the airplane? You remember well, they after had, they, they sweat? Sure. Yeah, but how does it have that big-ass boat motor, though? That don't even make sense. Oh, shit. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Well, I'll be damned. I, yeah, I mean, a little trolling like motor... Yes. Unless they had like a, a separate motor? box for that. Yeah, Unless well, they I mean, had a separate box for that. Hell, why not? And we're back to our review, part two of the review. If you're kind of wondering what the hell's going on, it's because I'm we're, we're both currently at work. Uh, I got an emergency. I work on an ambulance and had to go run that emergency and then it came back. And then if you're also wondering, hey, you kind of sound different. That's because I changed mics. I didn't really like the mic on the the first part of this review, so I changed mics. Uh, if it sounds jarring, I'm sorry. but Sounds absolutely sexy on this enter. Ooh, better, better. <laughs> so 
I think where we left off, we were talking about the how unrealistic some of the action was. Yes, sir. And we were talking about that uh, little speedboat because, you know, that was a big motor like you'd put on a bass boat that was on that speedboat. Yeah, exactly. I was thinking maybe they put it in another like another box, but I don't remember him grabbing two boxes. Do you remember no, that? I do not, sir. Well, we're just going to suspend our belief here and just take it for what it is. Uh, the, like uh, the, uh, the motor is uh, blow-upable, I guess you can call it. Pardon? <laughs> <laughs> it's a, the motor is a blow-up doll, basically. <laughs> well. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense, but yeah. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> 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 so yeah, that that's been kind of one of my issues with the movie is some of the some of the action was super grounded, super realistic, like the uh, the scenes. And before I jump into any of this, any of this further, we'll go ahead and say spoilers from here on out. Uh, if you want to watch it, go watch it on Amazon Prime. Uh, I think it's good enough for a one time one time watch. If anything past that. I don't think it's anything worth rewatching on a consistent basis. Would you agree, Josh? Yeah, I'd question the uh, person if they watched it more than once. Yeah, exactly. So, spoilers from here on out. So, the realistic action, I think, is is more so in that scene when they're in Russia and the snipers and all that shit is going on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that seems super realistic and, like, something that could happen. But then you have, like I said a minute ago, the the airplane crash. They get shot by a Russian jet, and then they crash into the ocean, and they all survive. And it's like, really, though? Because I'm pretty sure I've seen this in real life, and nobody would survive a, cra- a crash like that. No, no, definitely not. And, and you know, the other scene I took, uh, I had a problem with, is when he's in America and he douses the car with gasoline and lights it on fire and then gets inside the car with the guy. Yeah, with the door on fire, no less. And did you notice the tow truck that he was in did not even get damaged in the the, uh, collision? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Yeah. Crazy, sir. Crazy. (laughs) But then, you know back to you like the uh the russian scene where they were shooting out i'm telling you i felt like i was watching call of duty that, that was a good scene through there that that scene like you said called it i mean you could have said rainbow six or probably made more sense because that's a video game but whatever uh <laughs> did you know that well no sir i did not oh dropping a little truth bomb on you now am i yeah this guy here is like you're no gamer so Tom Clancy is a, as an author, he has a a series of video games as well, and Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six is a uh, is one of those video games. It's 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 like Call of Duty. Ah, funny. I've always asked you about games that are like Call of Duty, and you've never mentioned that before. I appreciate that. So yeah, he has a series of video games. Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six is is it's 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 a lot like Call of Duty. So if you're interested in those types of games. I mean, it's the same author who wrote these books. Those, those are his games, basically. They're all new games? Uh, Rainbow Six came out 
uh, a few years ago, the Breaking Point, I think, is another of his video games that just came out within the last two, three years. Two years? Oh, I'm about to check that out. Do you remember uh, Shane from The Walking Dead? Yeah. He he voices one of the uh, the bad guys in, in that game, Breaking Point. Uh, all right. I think they I think that game's like ten dollars now. If you wanna wanna check it out. Yeah, I might have to check that out. But yeah, that, that whole scene felt like a felt like a video game. And you know, I, I think you hit that right on the head as far as what that felt like and what it looked like. As far as I mean, the action is not bad. It's it's really not. It's just it's it's hard to determine what tone they're going for because if we're going for a Michael Bay uh, Transformers movie where nothing is realistic, then by all means, I will believe every second of it. But if we're going for this grounded espionage thriller, then you going from super realistic action up until a plane crash where everybody survives and nobody has any injuries from, no less, uh, I have a hard time believing in that. And it's just, it's a tone change throughout the course of the movie. That's kind of the issue for me. Yeah. I definitely didn't like how it was, uh, man, it started out. You're like, Oh man, this is, this is real good. It has a real good hook to it. Good action. And then you're like, Oh, I see where the villain is, you know? And then you get some unbelievable action and then you get some believable action. And then you're like, Oh yeah, that wasn't a surprise twist at all. Yeah, it, it seemed like they were trying to set up a twist the entire movie. Like they they make this uh Ritter dude seem like the he's the obvious bad guy. But when you're watching, you're like, Well, I know for a fact I've seen these types of movies before. He's not the bad guy. It's gonna be somebody else that's close to him that is gonna end up being the one that sold him out. And initially I thought it was gonna be the chick. Yeah, but I did then, too. But then she gets put in some of the, the shitty situations with him. I'm like, well, I mean, she'd be a dumbass if she was trying to fucking kill him. And then she's in the action with him trying to get killed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, you know, at first, I didn't even realize that was the same girl he was in battle with at the beginning of the movie. Uh-huh. But I watched I watched it on my phone, so I didn't have the best lighting. Yeah, me neither. And, and that was it, a real dark scene. So the a majority of the action in this movie is in dark scenes. Like yeah, it was super... the, uh... the what? Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, the the very beginning, the brightness is you could not see anything, and then the the airplane scenes at night. You know, I would say I would garner to say eighty percent of this movie is in at nighttime. So I mean, you there's a way to make a dark scene lighted with it still being dark. Like you can still see what's going on but you're still getting that dark feeling. And I don't think they accomplished that at all in this. And it was kind of a, kind of annoying because I had to like turn my phone up a certain way or be in shade to even be seen what, what was going on. I mean, it might be different on, on the, uh, the big screen at home, but I mean, when you're watching it on your phone, it's, it's kind of hard to tell what's going on. Yeah. I, I, they definitely needed to do something different with that uh, lighting because left a lot to be desired. And I think you mentioned, uh, did you mention something about the acting a second ago? Mm, I thought it was uh, pretty good acting. I mean, uh, eh, eh, eh. let's not get too crazy here. 
No, this guy here. I thought Michael B. Jordan, I thought he did a pretty great job with what he was given. Guy Pierce, who is the uh, Senator, Ke- not Senator Kelly, uh, Sen- Secretary Clay. Uh, I thought he did a pretty good job. And then it was Karen Greer, the the Jody Turner Smith who played Karen, Karen Greer. Uh, I just, I did not like her in it. She felt very like one note. She showed like no emotion. She had, she was so monotone throughout the course of the movie. And it just, it brought the movie down for me. Cause I'm like, do we need more scenes with you? Because I'd be okay if we did. Dan, for them to be such good friends, you never got the tone from her that they were good friends. I thought they were damn enemies the whole half the time. I was like, hmm. I, I felt like they respected each other, but they weren't friends. And if they are, I, I, I mean, I don't know. They, they don't really develop the characters uh, at any point. I mean, Michael B. Jordan gets his, his John Kelly character gets developed for all of like 10 seconds at the very beginning. And then the rest of the movie, he's on this, you know, this rampage to get revenge. And he just doesn't get developed any, any point past that. Yeah, I'd like to have seen some of his uh, teammates on that first action scene. You know, we really didn't get to figure out who those were. And then, because it tied into when they got killed, you know. Mm-hmm. And you really have no vested interest in the two people that got killed. You're like, eh. Okay. I mean, I'm sure they cared, but, you know. <laughs> well, that, <laughs> throughout the course of the movie, he's all like, you killed my team and all that. I'm like. Were y'all a team? Because you didn't do anything to to set that up. It was just y'all went into battle, and then afterwards, a few of them got killed. Like you don't, yeah. you didn't establish any of those characters. I don't even remember any of their names, and I couldn't tell you what they looked like because one, the scenes were so damn dark, and yeah, I mean they just did poor uh, storytelling in that first little bit to to make you invested in those characters and. You, you you don't really get invested. They they do a good job of investing you into uh, Michael B. Jordan's character, but then afterwards they kind of just eh, let's just turn into an action movie, and then it's just like there's no more development of him, and that, it's a big big issue with me throughout the course of the movie. Yeah, you know I've read a lot of reviews about it was so different from the book. I've never read the book, but I mean maybe that's what their problems were. Uh, apparently this was set during Vietnam, if I'm not mistaken, in the books. So they wanted to make it more, more modern, modern day. Uh, I haven't read the books either, so I don't know anything about the, about the book. Yeah, I hadn't uh, read any of them. Kind of more of the guy that likes to just watch a book. (laughs) Watch watch a book. (laughs) I like the uh, I like the pop up pictures and stuff. But uh, somewhere in this movie, I'm gonna see if you caught this. There's supposed to be a link between Jack Ryan and one of these two characters, the Michael B. or the uh, the Greer. But I never picked up on it and couldn't figure out the link. Uh, I think it is Greer. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Like I said, I'm not a huge, uh, I mean, I've one-off watched some of the Jack Ryan movies 
and then the Jack Ryan series on Amazon. The first season is is fantastic if you want to watch some great espionage, thriller, spy stuff. First season is really good. Second season is eh, it's okay. Uh, but as far as the movies of Jack Ryan and these Tom Clancy movies, I'm not super familiar with them, so I can't really give an opinion on the lore and the the world of of these movies. Yeah, I'm wondering in the books, does it connect, like each book connect to the next book? Mm-hmm. Well, I know uh, John Kelly, this is technically a prequel to, what is it, The Sum of All Fears and Clear and Present Danger, if I'm not mistaken. Those two movies are him further, is, is the same character, John Kelly. It's just him further in his uh, his career. So this is technically how he got into the CIA. Or whatever. Oh, okay. Because I don't. Did you watch? How far did you watch it to the end? Like, did you watch the credits? Yeah, I watched the credits. Why is there a in in the credit scene? Yeah, there is a at the very end. It it shows a meeting with a guy out the. I can't think of that character that he didn't like at first, but then started to like. Ritter. Yeah, it was him. Him and him. Them two met. And, you know, he's like, oh, I'm going to come back in. And he wants to call the program Rainbow because he said it was something special to him. But I don't remember anything to do with his wife that would indicate Rainbow. Uh, they're teasing a, uh, a second movie because the, the game Rainbow Six, and there's a book called Rainbow Six, if I'm not mistaken. So they're teasing, they're teasing that book. Uh, and the only reason I knew... Uh, that clip was there is when I was looking up Michael B. Jordan, it popped up about the uh, extra clip past the credits. Shit. No, I didn't even know there was an extra credit scene. So if you're listening to this review and you did not see the end credit scene, go watch it. <laughs> y'all need to step up y'all's game. Uh, apparently. I didn't know this was a Marvel movie. I didn't know shit came at the end, <laughs> at the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah. I was like, who the hell does that? I guess that's a good way to make sure everybody's name gets read. I guess so. Like you need to put like a little, little flyer at the very beginning. Hey, stay to the end. Yeah, I mean, could you imagine if this was in the movie theater, man? Everybody would be getting up, and all of a sudden, everybody stops. <laughs> right there at the end. Oh, what the fuck is that? <laughs> what the hell am I missing? <laughs> do, do I need to sit down, or can I just stand up? Yeah. How long is this shit gonna be? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I've been holding my bladder for the last hour. That that is the the biggest issue, the biggest issue right there. Especially when you have some like girly drinks or some alcoholic beverages. Uh, you know, you gotta make the peepees. Yes, sir. And then you got the uh, you know, the old puckered up lips from too much salt on the popcorn. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I got a butthole lip. <laughs> so, a little bit of a deviation from the review. Do you put M&M's or Reese's in your fucking popcorn? Uh, no, sir. I am not a psychopath. <laughs> Have you ever tried this? No, no. But I do know uh, Rachel and Maddie eat M&M's with their popcorn. With the popcorn, not inside the popcorn. Not like inside of eat, it. Like they empty that shit out in the bag. No, no, it's uh, two separate bowls. <laughs> I'm not raising terrorists over here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, 
this guy next is going to tell me he likes pineapple on his pizza. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm not that crazy. No, I actually do not. I do not pour M&Ms or Reese's into my popcorn bag. Uh, you know, all these people are like, oh, I like the salt and the salt and uh, sweetness of it. And I'm like, yeah, I'm good. You know, I eat popcorn for popcorn. I don't need salt and sweet at the same time. If I want salt and sweet, I'd go get something else. Yes, insert a derogatory joke right here. I'll give you some something salt and sweetie. (laughs) Maybe a little nutty. (laughs) It's a wee bit nutty. Mm -hmm. So yeah, uh, I think overall, I think this movie is entertaining. Uh, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't necessarily bored with the movie, uh, but I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. I was sitting there and loving every moment of this movie that I was watching or liking the whole movie. I think the action is serviceable. It's some pretty good action. Uh, there's like one or two scenes here and there that I'm like, oh, that's actually a really great action set piece. Like the uh, the Russian shootout. That was, that was fantastic. Uh, as far as everything else in the movie, I, I didn't really care for it. Like when it was not in action mode, the movie fell hard for me. And like, I didn't care about the moment to moment stuff outside of the action. What about you? Yeah, I'd have to say the same. You know, I did like a, that Russian scene was probably the best out of the movie. It kept oh, me entertained. Absolutely. It definitely kept me entertained, but it did fall flat on several different pieces throughout it, especially with character development. But I will say the the music to this movie was so much better than nobody. Yes. Uh, the the best thing about the music and the score was the the tension that it brought during those action scenes. Like uh when the bad guys entered his house. Yes. I, the I the think score that's during I that scene. It. I was like, bruh, I'm, I'm gonna start getting a little sweaty over here. I thought the movie was gonna go <laughs> like balls to the wall after that i thought it was when i when i saw that scene with the music i was like oh yeah i i don't see how this movie is gonna be is gonna be terrible and then it just it fell flat for the most part but really it's it's the the score with the action and like you said nobody it just it sucked yeah you know if they would have left out i think if they would have left out the plane crash and the uh, whole jail scene and just added you know, in the beginning, another fight that he did when his whole team was alive, and then maybe another fight in the end. And it, I think it'd have been a uh, badass movie then. I absolutely agree. I absolutely agree. Uh, but yeah, I think there are better action thrillers out there. So if you're if you're into these action thrillers, espionage, suspense thrillers, uh, there there are better ones out there, and you can go check out. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't. Is it worth watching one time? Yes. And then the the one thing I mentioned earlier, we were talking about the twist or whatever. It felt like the writers were, they were smarter than they, like they thought they were smarter than what they actually were in this movie. Because like I mentioned earlier, you get this twist and you know it's, you know they're building to a twist and then you figure it out. It's just, it's so simple of a twist that it's 
it's like easily predictable uh, from the very beginning of the movie. And like the writers thought they were like really cool or some shit. And they're like, we're going to fake them out. But we found out what was going on before they even started the movie. You know, it's, it's like one of those things. Yeah, I believe I believe you. Uh, you are correct, sir. So, yeah, I, I think it's worth watching once. And it's not worth I would not pay any money for it. I would not go out and get a Amazon subscription for this $14 a month. I would not do any of that. If you have Amazon or if you have someone that has Amazon, by all means, go waste an hour and 45, 49 minutes of your day and watch this movie and see if you like it. But I would not go out of my way to to see this movie. No, it definitely would be a good one if you're sitting around and you really don't know what to watch. It would definitely uh, fit right there in that spot. But I wouldn't pick it over anything else right now. Now, if you've listened to our review on Nobody, I will say I enjoyed this movie significantly more than I enjoyed Nobody. Oh, it was much better than that. Yeah, I agree. I I, I gave this movie two and a half stars. What, what about you? I gave it three. I thought it had the action scenes, man. The, uh, the Russian, that whole Russian scene just, kicked it up for me I, I liked it and then the uh the tension and it was just a good scene when he was they broke into michael b's house i like that part so i'm gonna give it a it, three let me just say if you take those two scenes out this movie is absolutely garbage am i oh, yeah like oh, that yeah. movie yeah. that that those two scenes elevate this from like a a one and a half star for me to a two and a half Really saved the movie for me. Yeah, like I said, it built that that tension with the score and like the the story that was going on with it. But outside of that, I mean, I don't know what's what's enjoyable outside of those those couple of scenes. But I mean, the movie's worth watching just to get those two scenes. Oh yeah, oh definitely, especially the Russian scene. I think that was one of the better gunfights I've seen in a long time. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, two and a half stars might. for me. Do what? I might put it up against John Wick in one of his badass scenes and see which one uh, would win. What you mean? You know, it, it kind of had John Wick is just has the best shootout fighting scenes there are in movies right now. And I mean, that was a really good one. So it kind of, I mean, it doesn't beat it by any stretch, but I think it would rank up there. Okay. I thought you were about to say something really crazy. This is going to turn into an argument rather than a review. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting ready, sir. I was getting ready. Uh, I'm not a terrorist, sir. <laughs> I thought this guy was going to come out with some bullshit. No, no, you can't beat John Wick. No, John Wick is so good. I'm so ready for the uh, for the fourth movie. I think they're making four and five, and then they're coming out with a. Uh, I think it's HBO. It's coming out with a prequel series called The Continental. Wow, I did not see. I'd be I'm gonna be excited to see that. I they they have my attention. They have my attention for now. Yes, sir. They do. So two and a half stars for Tom Clancy's Without Remorse. Uh, I say if you have Amazon, go watch it. If not, skip it. Don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go out of my way to watch it. And I think I think Josh agrees with me on that. Uh, so as of right now. We're not doing too good on on movie reviews. I think we're 0-2. Oh, you you might think we're we're one for two. 
Uh, I'm going to go with one and a half. <laughs> I mean, nobody was awful. This was like halfway good. <laughs> this is halfway good. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely won't be like, hey, man, I can't believe I'm so glad you uh, recommended that to me. Oh, I might be. I might. It might sound like I'm shitting all over this movie throughout the course of this whole review. It's it's not a bad movie. It's just my expectations for it were much higher than what I got. And it's 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 okay. It's an okay movie. And if you've been following the channel, you know uh, my rating system, two and a half stars, is an average okay movie. Three stars is a good movie. And I, I think it's I think it's it's average. It's okay. Hmm. I guess one through five means a little different to you, but I'm good what with that. Mean? What do you mean? I Two mean, and a half one it. would be one is awful, three is in the middle, and five is awesome. So you're like below average. How is three in in the middle? Do you know what half oh, of five got... is? Oh, uh, it is. Uh... <laughs> 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 ah, 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 ah. I got up early this morning, David. <laughs> <laughs> We need to make sure that get edited out. <laughs> oh no, no, that's like you lived in there. <laughs> this guy that's gonna fucking try to be education. <laughs> <laughs> this guy gonna try to criticize me on my rating system, and he can't he ain't not even adding up right. He's at he's adding apples and oranges over there. Uh, I guess that's why I'm the guest. <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> well, I guess that's going into this review. <laughs> I, I think we lost all credibility. They're going to be hollering for a, new, a better guest. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, man, it's hard. It's hard to find good help around here. I'm at. I'm at to put another uh, application out there. <laughs> Looking for new applicants. <laughs> uh, I'm about to get Maddie to teach me how to count. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, there's our review for Tom Clancy's Without Remorse. Uh, email me at twogamepodcast at gmail.com if you want to let me know if you liked the movie, if you didn't like the movie, or drop a comment on our Facebook. Uh, we're also on Twitter and Instagram. You can check us out there, Two Game Podcast. Uh, and let us know what you think. And again, if you like what we're doing here and you want to consider supporting us, patreon.com slash twogame is where you can go for that. So uh, yeah, next week we're going to be doing Wander. Uh, hopefully we're not over three. I'm not going to say I have high hopes, but, uh, I think we're gonna be over three. <laughs> yeah. I have a feeling like, cause after you mentioned that, I went back and read the reviews a little more and I was like, Oh, that makes sad. <laughs> <laughs> which is so funny because we're always like, I just, you know, we're always, uh, I, I gotta say, I'm kind of surprised me and you have been as pretty close on the last two movies. Like, I know you were a little bit higher on this movie, but for the most part, we're kind of in the general consensus of whether we like it or not, which is kind of weird. Yeah, that is surprising, because I figured we'd be the exact opposite. Yeah, you said you liked it, and I was like, huh, if he liked it, then I surely should like it. I'm like, eh, it's okay. Yeah. But I'm going I'm to I'm pick out a, a movie for, for review number four here in the next little bit so i ought to pick out something stupid that you're gonna watch 
<laughs> a good thing you've already done all the Batman reviews. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This is true. I should make uh, you sit through Batman and Robin. <laughs> uh no, sir. The only you know the only two Batman movies I've watched is the uh, the good one with Heath Ledger, and then the original. Huh. Hey, you're missing a bunch. You wait. You never seen the uh, Batman and Robin movie? No, no. I, I uh. I don't know, sir. sir. I grew up. Sir. Oh, that's like top five worst movies of all time for me. <laughs> it's, it's pretty bad. But, I mean, you do get uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger ice puns throughout the course of the movie. So, I mean, there's always that. Oh, that's the movie with Mr. Freeze in it? Yes. Yes. Okay, I have I have seen parts of that. I have seen parts. Of, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> 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 all right guys well appreciate y'all joining us josh thanks for doing this two-part review for with me and coming back on and uh yes, yeah. we'll catch y'all next time on another review all right later later